Hello, hello, hello. Hey guys, welcome to the Ms. and Mrs. podcast. I'm Dion. I'm Onika. How are you? Welcome, welcome, welcome to our show. Um, so we are here because we want to talk about relationships and love and sex and friendships and all those good things. Um, so we decided to start this podcast. Thank you for joining us. Um, hope you enjoy what we have to say. You know, we're not at all experts. Not at, at all. any not of at this. All. But, you Just know. experts at our own life. Right. And, you know, we, I think we're at a point in our lives where we have opinions about certain things. And so mm-hmm. we're here to share them and explore certain certain aspects of relationships and topics of that nature so definitely want to welcome you and it's going to be fun and we have a lot to discuss there's a lot of truths to talk about hmm. uh, a lot of questions that need answers who are you telling so um let me just tell you a little bit about myself uh i'm dion i am single and mingling um <laughs> hey boys so, um, so yeah, so I'm here to give you the single girl's perspective on whatever it is we're talking about that day. Um, and yeah, I have, you know, been in some situations and I've tried a lot of situations. I've done the online dating thing. I've mm-hmm. done the organic go meet a boy at a bar or whatever. So you know, I feel like I feel like I've been doing this single thing long enough to have an opinion on what's what's going right, what's going wrong, and again, I may not have all the answers for you, but or myself, but you know, I want to have these conversations and kind of figure it out. So that's me, and I am Onika. Hey guys, just to let you guys know, we are sisters. Hi. Um. So I am married for 10 years and uh, with two kids and I am trying to navigate life as someone who was in the workforce before kids and have been a stay at home mom and trying to figure things out now as the kids are both in school full time and balancing life with my husband and with the kids and for myself as well uh it's been definitely an up and down journey for the past 10 years but um it's been a fun ride and i've learned a lot and i still continue to learn a lot still learning about my husband every single day i don't think there's ever a time where you 100 percent really know a person but you know get in there um but yeah, I will try to be as truthful and honest about my own life and um, and share some um, some perspective and some tips on what works for me, what hasn't worked for me. Drop some gems. Exactly. So uh, I hope you guys enjoy what you know we have to say. And shout out to 10 years of marriage because that's just not something that a lot of people are attaining in 2018. <laughs> so that's that's something to be celebrated and that's something to be <laughs> admired. And yeah, you know, is 
questions that need answers, this is a good place to start. So Definitely, definitely. So let's get into our topic for today. We figured since it's our first episode, um, we wanted to talk about love languages. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> Um, so if you don't know about the five love, love languages, there is a man by the name of Gary Chapman, and he is a marriage counselor. Um, he's been a marriage counselor for, I think, over 20 years or maybe even over 30 years now, and he wrote a he book. knows a little something. He knows a little something, and he holds seminars and all kinds of retreats for couples, um, and he created a book called The Five Love Languages, The Secret to Love That Lasts. And he basically created these categories in which he feels like we all love in very different ways Mm -hmm. and need to be loved in different ways. And so this kind of explains like what we, uh, what the individual prioritizes is important. Mm -hmm. Okay. So... Um, before we get into it and, and our own love languages, um, I'm just gonna tell you guys, explain to you guys what the love languages are, um, and then we'll get into what we discovered about our own love languages. Mm -hmm. So, the first love language is words of affirmation, um, and this is defined as uh, the language that uses words to affirm other people. Mm-hmm. It's pretty straightforward. Yeah. Um, the second one is acts of service. And that is for people who desire acts of service, actions speak louder than words. So, mm. you know, the things you do for the person, um, maybe it's, uh, maybe you love it when your significant other takes out the trash and you don't have to worry about it, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one is receiving gifts, which hmm. I, I think mean, who doesn't <laughs> love to receive a gift? I think pretty obvious what that means. Um, but yeah, what, when a person feels most loved when they receive a gift from their significant other, <laughs> or it doesn't, it doesn't have to be your significant other. It could also just be your loved ones mm-hmm. because, because it definitely translates in our everyday relationships as well with the right. people we love. Right. Um, the next one is quality time, mm-hmm. and this language is all about. Mm-hmm, this language is all about giving the other person your undivided attention, mm. and that's <laughs> that's a real that is a real one. And then the last one is physical touch, mm-hmm. and to this person, nothing speaks more deeply than appropriate touch. Notice they said appropriate. I feel like in the age of like Harvey Weinstein and <laughs> the likes of those scumbags, um, it's perfect to say the appropriate. Appropriate, because we all know that sometimes you get touched inappropriately. Uh-huh. And we won't go down that road, uh-huh. but that's for another show. Yes, and we will get there. But uh, that those are the five. Um, so I'm just going to run it back. Words of affirmation, acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, and physical touch. Mm-hmm. So if you go on to the Five Love, Love Languages website, you will find a quiz mm-hmm. that you can take and figure out exactly what you prioritize. It's not so much that you don't feel 
a way about it. It's not so much that you feel a way about one and don't feel that way about another, but we do prioritize them. Mm -hmm. And so the best way to find out is to go ahead and take Gary Chapman's quiz. He has this whole quiz on there and it takes you maybe like 10 minutes max to take the quiz. It's about 30 questions. They're Mm -hmm. really, I don't even want to call them simple questions because I did not feel like the questions were simple. At some points I was like, uh, but right, right. First of all, you only gave me two options. (laughs) And second of all, like what if, what if neither of these things are important to me? That is true. Um, but it's just fun to do, and obviously we're gonna take this with a grain of salt. But I do think it's kind, it's very telling. It so is. why don't you start out and share your results with, with the class? Okay. So for me, my love language appears to be words of affirmation. Huh? Really? Yes. And um, what 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 you what you thought I was gonna get though? I, you know, I thought yours was gonna be acts of service. Hmm, that's interesting. I, I really mean, didn't I think that that actually was my third. Really? Yes, it was. Not even your second. What's your second? My second is quality time. Interesting, because quality time is my first. Really? Which I <laughs> woof. <laughs> yes, I was like the window. <laughs> opened up to my soul because it's just well you go ahead and then I'll explain all right so with words of affirmation I actually think it's pretty spot-on for me Mm. um I do live my life every day telling my husband and my kids how much I love them how much they mean to me Mm. and um so, but I like that in return. I don't say it so I can get it in return, mm-hmm. but I like I like to say it to people, but I also love to hear it. Mm-hmm. That just makes me feel good inside. I mean, you can do an act of service for me. That's mm-hmm. nice. That's great. Mm-hmm. But I actually love to hear the words. I love to hear the words. And obviously, if you follow those words up with beautiful actions, then, I mean, that's awesome. But um, like the words are definitely... Tell me, you're going to tell me you love me. <laughs> we go through this all the time. I love you. I love you too, but I mean, I'll be the first one to say I do not affirm as much as I need to. That's something that I definitely oh need to work gosh. on. But I mean, I love you. I mean, yeah. I can tell you I love you. I can even look you in the eye. I can't look most people in the eye when I tell them I love them, which that is hilarious. Makes me sound like a scumbag, but. And in some ways, I probably am. But to be quite honest, I, t- I was trying to think back to our childhood. Mm-hmm. And yes, our parents told us that, you know, they loved us, but it wasn't something that was... You know how some people get off the phone with their parents and they say, yeah. I love you? Like, we didn't do that. We didn't do that. And even when our parents do it now, they don't do it every time, mm-hmm. but even when they do it now, it's kind of Kind of weird. weird. Yeah. Well, I love you too, Dad. Right. Right. Oh, thanks. thanks. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly say thank I feel. you. Like, thank you so much. Exactly. I, I appreciate that you love me. Exactly. I mean, exactly. I know they love us. Right. I don't doubt. I don't doubt that either. The love, but um, it's it's for me. It's like, oh well. Right. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. That's how. That's how I feel. Also, um, quality time. Um is my second love language. And I feel that spot on as well. 
I do like spending quality time with my loved ones. Um, I think it's funny because my husband works nights mm-hmm. and um, I like having that space. Um, but at the same time, when he is home, I do like us, like, even if I know I have to run an errand and I know he's probably tired from work, I'm like, are you going to run this errand with me? And most times he'll say, yeah, even if he's dead tired, but I enjoy like that quality time where it could just be the most random errand that I have to run Mm -hmm. to take care of something for the kids or for the house or whatever. And he'll he'll just come, and um, yeah. So it it definitely is um, spot. My first two are spot on. So my words of affirmation, I got a nine. Okay. And my quality time, I got an eight. So it was like pretty neck and neck there. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. And just so you know, my receiving gifts, mm-hmm. I got a one. Okay. That was the last. And my husband thought that would be like my top. <laughs> Because I was doing the test with him right next to me. And uh, I not to say that I'm, I love to receive a gift, but those other love languages are a lot more important to me. Like, the gifts can come at some point. It doesn't matter to me. But, you know, the words of affirmation, definitely. The quality time, definitely. Acts of service came third, and physical touch came fourth. So... I am physical touch was spot on because I honestly as I like physicalness. <laughs> you like it. if that's like if that's physical, if that's a word, physical. but I I prefer more um, um, non physical love to be quite honest. I, I, I'm I just I don't know like I'm not a big like I'll hug but I'm not a huge hugger and uh, I don't mind spooning. Um, but I don't, I don't, I want to go to my corner of the bed when I'm ready to go to my corner of the bed. Like, if you, you want to lay in my bed, <laughs> some part of you should be touching some part of me. <laughs> I can't, you then don't be there. Just go away. Goodbye. I don't need you there. I'm fine on my own. But if you're going to be there, you don't even have to. Okay. And I'll go through my, uh-huh, uh-huh. but in terms of that, like being in the bed like mm-hmm. why are you here <laughs> if i can't feel your warmth nah even if it's just me with my leg on you or something i just why are you, what are you doing here i don't think you can go i don't stay in the same position all night so for I me either. so like if i'm cold say the other night my feet were my feet are always cold so my feet were freezing and i'm like i know you're not gonna appreciate me putting my ice cold feet on you right now but like i really need to yeah and he's just looking at me like your feet are freaking cold. <laughs> but yeah. I, so I warmed it up a little bit mm. and then I, I slid it under and I can see him looking out the side of his eye, but he likes it well, because, see, you know, he, he, he wants to be loved. I think for, if he was to do this test, his number one would be physical touch. Like he loves okay. to come and give hugs. He loves to hold on. He loves the holding hands. He loves well, all that. the PDA. Oh, like he wants, he, he loves mm. all of that. And, I'm not saying that I don't like any of that, but it's not my number one. Here's the thing. I had to go to an ex-boyfriend who I'm now friends with and ask him about hand-holding. Okay, you know what? Before I even get to that, I'm going to I'm gonna get to that, but yeah. I guess I should go through my yeah, love go through like this go through because <sighs> I had to ask 
some questions. Mm-hmm. All right, so my top love language is quality time. I got a 10 for quality time. Oh. And I believe that. Okay, so here's the thing. I'm I'm very much comfortable being alone. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and in my own space, and I appreciate my own space, and I honestly get... I have, like, a limit of mm-hmm. how much time I can spend... Um, with other people before I'm like, okay, well, I think I'm ready to go home now. Right, right. You know, but when I am, and I think the key to, um, what it, what they describe is that you want full undivided attention when you're with your loved one. Right. And that's totally me. Like if, right. If I'm there and I'm in the moment, I want to be fully in the moment and I want the person that I'm with or people that I'm with to be fully immersed in that moment too. I get very frustrated, even in like a friend group or whatever, when there are people in the group who are not in, in enjoying the moment with the group. Right, right. Who maybe may go off by themselves or right. whatever. I'm always like, well, hey, we're here to spend time together. Right. And I know that's very much important to me and... and so I realized I didn't expect it to be quality time, but mm-hmm. then when I read it, I was like, "It made sense." Wow, I really do. I definitely want, even in terms of talking, like having a conversation uh, over the phone or over text. I would rather not text. I would rather right. have like a phone conversation, and you know, even if that means talking for an hour or whatever, and you know, because for me, that's even I consider that spending time. time right, that is true. So, it's very true. I will not dispute that. Mm-hmm. Um, my next one was words of affirmation. Okay. Um, I got a seven on that. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I don't, I guess. Yeah, you be asking me and our brother. Oh. <laughs> like, why you, don't tell, ah. why you don't tell me that you love me? I do that with you guys I feel like I don't really need I don't really require that I think from, you require it from us you're right <laughs> I think you're right when you say it enough it starts to you know I guess I do I mean I guess I do and I guess <laughs> I guess I'm not really in you know maybe that's true if I could think back to um people that I when, when we're talking about like relationships mm-hmm. with um men I mm-hmm. I guess so but I guess I never really had to ask for it in in moments that I didn't want I have to want it right I guess right. is what I'm trying to say right if I don't want that from you then back up there's nothing <laughs> like if you say it it might even disgust me <laughs> so it's ve- I'm very like I feel like I'm very extreme mm-hmm. to where when these things do apply, it's mm-hmm. like all or nothing. Whereas right. when it's when I'm not interested or I don't feel love for you or feel enough love for you, you don't have to tell me anything because right. when you say it, I might be like, well, why, why yeah. do you feel this way? Right. Why are you telling me this? Right. Why? So, so I can understand that. And yes, I do. I do ask you guys all the time if you love me. You do. And we do. Sometimes you just, sometimes you do want to hear someone tell you that they love you. That is true. Um, 
but yeah, I'm with you on, I don't think that we, I don't think that that was such a big part of growing up. And so I guess that's why, I guess that's why on one hand, I don't really require it when I don't absolutely need it because how can I, when I know that I'm probably not going to say, right. I love you right that much either. I feel like if I, if I told you once, right. <laughs> If I you, told you once and you all know. my actions show it, then duh. And oddly enough, I feel like the way I need to be loved, mm-hmm. based on this uh, these parameters, mm-hmm. is completely different from the way that I love. Mm. Maybe the quality time matches up, mm-hmm. but I feel like... For me, it wouldn't be receiving gifts. Receiving gifts is my lowest one. That's three. Right. But I like to give gifts. You do. And I like to... And she's really good at it. And she just um, doesn't give bullcrap gifts. I'm like, an elf. Like, I I was born to be at the North Pole. I don't even know why I'm here. <laughs> I was born and I will toot my own horn because it's important to me to make sure that people understand how much I love them through the process of gift giving and whatever and not just with with Christmas or birthdays or whatever but just you know if random I'm gonna, if I'm gonna see you and I pass by like your favorite cupcake shop or something mm-hmm. or you know I know that you like I don't know a candy bar a specific candy bar or something we were just talking about like <laughs> yep. giving giving candy giving chocolate or whatever and if I pass by the store and I'm like oh you know these were on sale. Let me pick up two for you or whatever. And she does that. That That's how I show my love. I And that's really important to me. She so. was like the best thing that ever happened to me when I was pregnant. <laughs> most times. Oh my gosh. Like she, yeah, always, she brought you a lot of food. She brought me a lot of food and things that I, I needed. Like <laughs> that I can't get from close by where I live. So it was just like, oh my gosh. And I would yeah. just sit there with a box of macaroons. Or yeah, and just eat person. all of them in bed. I one pregnant one, one time. I had even stopped. I was drunk, <laughs> just drunk out of my mind actually. And I left. I had been. I had gone to brunch that day, and then I drank after brunch. I was out all day, and I was like, "I'm coming over." Mm. And on my way to the train, there was a macaroon stop. And I stopped, and the poor lady was probably like, what is wrong with mm-hmm. you? But I managed to pick out all the macaroons and bring them over. And my husband would come home, like, because most of those times, my husband would be at work. So he would come home the next day and be like, so you didn't save me one? And I'm like, uh, no. And I try to bring him stuff, too. You do. Like, whenever I'm bringing stuff over here, I'm like, oh. You bring for everyone. So very thoughtful. I try, I and I and I try to be because I feel like that's that's how you for and I think that's one thing that our parents did do. Like they were very much, especially our dad. Yeah. Um, he's he very much like he'll he'll buy you things or like he <laughs> he still saves. He likes Clinique uh, <laughs> skincare, so he'll save the. For some reason, they don't give men uh, men samples. They don't give men samples. So they'll give you the free gift. will be like women's makeup and he'll save them. Even if he saves it for a year, he'll, he'll save, save it, it for us. us. So I, I think that's where I get that from. Just mm-hmm. I'm always wanting to 
you know, do something to make someone smile or make someone happy. Right. And then my, my, uh, well, okay, so acts of service and physical touch Mm -hmm. both were a five. Okay. Um, I mean, I guess acts of, I'm, I think that some of the stuff that I was reading in the quiz, I was like, well, I don't know if acts of service would really end up applying to me in the end because I am, I do live by myself and so there's a lot of things that I do for myself right and so it's not guys I just want to be clear it's not on some oh I don't need no man or I don't need nobody to do this for me (laughs) it's just that sometimes when you gotta get shit done you gotta get shit done exactly so when I was reading some of the things like oh somebody take out the trash Please understand that yeah. I do not want to take out the trash, but I will because I have to because it's trash and you have to leave the house. Right. So I was reading that and I was like, well, I really, I don't think I care a whole lot about the acts of service because I'm just so used to doing a lot of things for myself anyway. Right. Right. In terms of physical touch, I do feel like it's kind of a 50, 50 thing with me. I think that physical touch is very important to me in private, not necessarily in public. Right. Um, no PDA. It's not even no PDA. It's just like reasonable amounts of PDA. Mm. Don't, I don't want to make out in front of people. No. Like, that's weird. Me neither. I'm not saying I never have. I gotta be I'm really... I'm saying I don't want to. I gotta be really, really, really under the influence for me to not even like care i'm still in the mind frame of somebody on the street know your parents and it's gonna get back to your parents well, okay. so i feel like i'm just stuck in the i'm 36 years old and i feel like somebody gonna tell my parents like <laughs> funny you should say that <laughs> and it's not even a parent thing but it's just a people thing mm-hmm. and the small and as big as new york is new york is so small yep so funny story especially in the west indian community I meet this, so I'm, so I'm, so I'm going on a date with this dude, mm-hmm. right, and again, normally I, I don't, doing things in public is just, we could have a public display of affection conversation, because there are some things I would do in public, okay. but I feel like the things that I would do in public are worse than the things that I should do in public, mm. which is a different story, and doesn't, is not what this story is, but, okay. So we're out, you know, we're having a good time, we go, we have, like, light dinner or whatever, and we end up continuing to go out after that, like, we, we went to a next spot or whatever. Okay. So we're kind we end up, like, in a park, this is not going to be the type of story you guys think. <laughs> not do the nasty in a park. Mm-hmm. So we sit in the park, and, like, I guess that's what you would say, that's when we had our first kiss or whatever, Ooh. whatever, and then we leave the park. And Was it at least good? It was fine. It was decent. I mean, he enjoyed it. Okay. So <laughs> he enjoyed it. Notice yeah. he said that. He he thought it was great. Okay. He 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 gave me words of affirmation <laughs> to let me know that it was. He guys, was great. Look, look, did you hear what she just said? He thought it was great. I mean, I'm not saying it was bad. I just <laughs> didn't know how I felt about it. Okay. I was okay. I was okay with it. Okay. All right. But I mean, what I'm sure everyone will learn about me is that I 
I can be in the moment. I love to live in the moment, mm-hmm. and I do that. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you are doing any, you're pulling on my heartstrings in any way. Right. So it takes a lot for me to get to the point where I'm like, hmm, I really do like you. Right. So, you know, I was just kind of living in the moment, you know, it was, things were going well and we, we kissed or whatever. Fine. We leave. We're like, okay, let, let's, maybe let's just go somewhere else so we can talk. And he like stops me somewhere. Somewhere by Wash- near Washington Square Park, and he's oh. like making out with me oh. or whatever, and it's getting all hot and heavy and whatever. Oh. So I say this to say we end up going out uh, to a next spot and whatever, where it was like dark and no one could see us or whatever. The date that keeps on giving. Yeah, it just kept on going, but <laughs> um, it ended like once we went to the next spot and like had another drink. I was like, okay, well, I have work tomorrow, so I'm going to go home, mm-hmm. and we're going to stop this. But I'm telling this story because you you talked about, like, parents seeing you and whatever. Do you know mm-hmm. that I find out, like, days later that our hairdresser had seen me? Oh, with right. The dude, right. But didn't say anything to me when right. he saw it me? It was just like, mm, yes, he told me. And I was like, awkward now I know that he didn't see me at the time where I was out and 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 you know being affectionate which Mm -hmm. which anybody who ever sees me in public being affectionate snaps to you for catching that moment because that's rare (laughs) but yeah it was weird to me and I was like I don't want to do that again it just kind of turned me off and I was like "Uh." (laughs) you're like all right Okay, well, that was that. That was that. I mean, we went out again, and that story doesn't end well. But we, trust me, we will do a date stories uh, episode, and all will be told. Just know that that man is called Ginger Ale Guy. Hey. Anyway, so I just say that to say, yeah, you know, you never know who's who's out there and looking or watching or mm-hmm. whatever, and... It's not that for me. It's just I have to be completely and absolutely comfortable with you to um, be that affectionate with you in public. Right. I don't have a problem with you putting your arm around me. I don't have a problem with, you know, if we're just seeing each other or we're saying goodbye and right. we kiss. Like, I don't have a problem with right. any of that. That's not weird to me. What I do have a problem with, and I shouldn't even call it a problem, but I know that I'm going to get a lot of flack for this, and I get a lot of flack for this. I don't really like to hold hands. I get that. Not a hand holder. I'm not the biggest one either. Not a hand holder. And here's the thing. Every time I tell a woman that I'm not a hand holder, people say all kinds of crazy things like, oh, how will a man know that you want to be with him? I don't believe that hand holding is the only way to let someone know that you want them. Uh, one person told me, well, I'm not ashamed of my man. And I was like, It's Whoa, not about being ashamed, though. I'm not ashamed of anyone. I've ne-. She was like, my man is fine. And I was like, yes, and I've dated people I found attractive. It has nothing to do with, it's just my, my level of comfort is not holding hands. Right. We could be walking down the street and you have your arm around me, and I, I would be far more comfortable with that. Right. And that's actually, we're closer together. Right. 
then if we're holding hands, it's just not, it's just never been my thing. I'm just Damn. not really into it. I, I tend to date taller guys. So I kind of <laughs> feel like I'm like your little sister that you're crossing across the street. That's just so weird to me. So, and I'm five foot three and I've dated guys who are like six foot and over, which by the way, someone recently told me that I'm taking tall men away from taller women. Tell that person to suck it. <laughs> I was like, that sounds me. so stupid. First of, all, first of all, I'm not, I'm not a predator for tall men. Like, I'm not out there like, are you six foot and over? <laughs> I'm not doing that. I'm just, just saying, yeah, of course, we all have a preference. I think a lot of women favor taller men. That is but, true. I didn't end up with a taller man, though. Right, and it doesn't happen that way. This is the, long, the longest relationship I've ever been in. I was, what, 5'8"? It doesn't matter. Like it's 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 a preference. It's not it's not an absolute. Right. Your preferences doesn't necessarily mean the person that you're gonna end up with. Right. That's what I. That if if there okay if there was a six foot three guy, mm-hmm. there was a I don't know a five foot eight guy. Mm-hmm. We won't even put somebody shorter than that in the mix. But if those <laughs> two were standing next to each other and they looked fairly similar, I would probably look at the taller guy. Right. Right. It might be the wrong choice, but that's just, it is what it is. Sorry, right. I'm not perfect. Right. So, whatever. But, but going to your not feeling comfortable with the holding hands thing, it's mm-hmm. funny because I can hold hands for a very short time. Like, I can't hold it for long. Mm-hmm. I actually would rather loop my arm through your arm. That's so what I used to you do. have your arms in your jacket pocket, mm-hmm. I'm going to loop, I'd rather loop I'd my rather arm. I'd rather do that too in your arm and many times if it's cold since we're in new york Mm -hmm. i would loop my arm through your arm but then i'll also stick my hand in your pocket where your hand is oh yeah i'll do that that, i'll do so and i'll i love the looping of the arm i rather the looping of the arm than the holding the hands holding the hands i don't know i just i feel uncomfortable and i don't think i think for me it's more physically uncomfortable like i don't like the way it feels in between my fingers i really don't like for too long it could get yeah after a while it's just like oh get off of me (laughs) by the way if you guys hear any rustling it's halloween candy um (laughs) sorry i raided the kids uh candy bags today so (laughs) sorry about that um yeah i mean but in terms of like being physical, being affectionate, and I'm, I would consider myself a very affectionate person. Mm-hmm. Again, we have to be in sync to a certain point, or we have to be connected to a certain point. Like, if I know that me and you are just out here, just, how do I say this? Well, this is going to be marked explicit anyway, but if we just fuck him, then it is what it is. Like, I don't, I don't, I'm probably not going to be that touchy with you because I already know what time it is and I don't, I'll be gone by 6 a.m. anyway. (laughs) But if I stay, um, but if I know that, like, we're actually in this and we're trying to make something happen mm-hmm. and 
we're you know connecting then yeah i want to be close to that person i like to feel a person's warmth like for me right i i want to be close enough to feel that so i get that absolutely like you know i don't want it to get misconstrued that that's just not what i'm into I just I, I just hear the most random things when I bring up the hand holding thing. Like people think that that just means that I never touch the man I'm with, and I'm like, why? I don't know. People why are, do you Why do you think that? People are very judgy. People are very weird, like in their thoughts, because I I, I don't know. I don't think people really. Some people don't look at the broader picture that everyone is different. And what works for you doesn't necessarily work for me and vice versa. And so it's hard. You got to really keep an open mind when you're having discussions with people and people having discussions Mm -hmm. with you. Um, Because how you live your life might be completely bizarre to the person who's listening to your stories. So, Mm -hmm. like, don't judge anyone because they say they don't like to hold hands. Like, that's just not their thing. And I definitely called my, my ex-boyfriend, who I, I mentioned before, we're friends now. But I called him and I was like, hey, I didn't even, because t- I don't even think we ever had a conversation about the fact that I don't like holding hands. Mm-hmm. We did. It's mm-hmm. not that we didn't. Mm-hmm. But it was more of like, oh, we're on vacation. It was frolicking on the beach. Right. <laughs> right. Let's hold hands now. <laughs> right. Was, right. It was less like we're at home. and <laughs> Right. And I know that sounds bad, and I'm sorry, but I spoke to him, and I was like, hey, let me ask you something. Did you, did you ever notice that <laughs> I didn't, I didn't like to hold hands? And he was like, you didn't like to hold hands? And I said, no, I mean, but he was like, you know, now that I think about it, I mean, we held hands, but I guess we didn't hold hands that much. Right. I was like, yeah, I mean, I'm going to hold your hand a healthy amount so that you don't feel uncomfortable. Right. But I'm also not, the moment we walk through the front door. Right. I'm not reaching for your hand. Right. I just don't need it. I know you're with me. Right. And I'm not really out here trying to prove something because I feel like part of it is, part of the reaction that I get is that, oh, well, don't you want everybody to know that's your man? And my thing and is, I'm, like, I'm comfortable enough walking down the street with don't my man enough. where we're not holding hands to know that he's my man. I, I, I know for me, my relationship is not for the world. My relationship is for, for right. me and him. And so, I think for some people, some you know, people need that. And I think that's, that, that speaks to this love language. Love language is conversation that, is that some people will need to, to be the hand holder and to make sure that everyone knows that this is the person that they're with. Right. And for me, it's more of when I'm affectionate with you, it's because I want you to feel loved and I want to show you love. It has nothing to do with me wanting to show everybody else that I care about you because I could not give one fuck about whether you care about what relationship I have going That's on. That's definitely going to be a good topic for, like, in terms of social media yeah. Social media PDA. So <laughs> we're going to bring that up at a later Oh, episode, We'll definitely bring it up. Because, you know, that's a whole topic in itself. I love it when people are like, oh, you're not dating anyone, right? Why? Because you were looking at my Instagram and you couldn't find anybody? <laughs> Please. <laughs> um, yeah, so 
acts of service, physical touch, those were a match. And then my last one was receiving gifts. I got a three. Okay. And again, um, just to reiterate, I receiving gifts for me, I don't really care about that stuff. Um, I actually, I like weird about getting gifts. Mm-hmm. I like to receive gifts. Don't get me wrong. Love, love a gift. Mm-hmm. But, um, and, and maybe I'm just quirky because... Even with Christmas gifts, mm-hmm. when people give me Christmas gifts outside of family, I always feel, or like birthday gifts, I never like to open gifts in front of other people. I don't like to open gifts in front of other people either. <laughs> I don't, because I don't, it's not that I think that I'm not going to like it, it's just that my reaction to gifts is not the same as other people. Like, I don't get super excited, I don't start bouncing around and, you know, oh my god, thank you so much, ah. Right. Oprah just gave me a car. And a lot of people expect that kind of people reaction. People expect that. People want that. And get very offended if you don't react in the way that they want you to react. And you know why? And it's so selfish of me because I definitely, when I give gifts, like the sat, I love that satisfaction of like seeing, hearing someone say they love it or seeing the look on someone's face when they see it. I get off on that. Like I, I enjoy that. That's not why I give, but it's just, it makes me feel good to know that I made someone else feel good. Right. But at the same time, I'm like, y'all need to give me a gift. Or if you give me a gift, can I just open it privately and call you later and tell you how much I, I love it? I always say, <laughs> I always say, oh, I like to put my gifts under the tree yeah, until Christmas Day. They're like, come on, you can open it. And I'm like, no. Open it till you open it. Like, no, 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 no. I'm going to make sure I text you or call you and tell you that I opened it. Because my reaction never, never um, matches what they're expecting or 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 it doesn't doesn't match my actual feeling about the gift and your facial expressions well my facial expressions are pretty fucked up (laughs) they are so if i don't like something chances are you probably will notice but i also if if i do like something sometimes you won't notice either because i'm just kind of like oh my gosh thank you and I don't really know how to, I don't really know how to react like that on cue. And I think that's the problem. Mm. I have to, it has to be really organic for me to be like, oh my gosh, look at this. I would never want a guy to propose to me in front of a large group of people because I just need it. I need, I need people to not judge me on how I react. I get you. Because it might just be a, oh my gosh, wow. Right. Yes. <laughs> you know, <laughs> instead of, oh, love you, Bobby. <laughs> I don't know if that's gonna happen. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I hope so. I I hope I'm that excited, but I don't. I get excited. It's not mm-hmm. that I don't get excited. I just I know how to temper my right reactions, right. and so yeah, that's a little weird. But so that <laughs> those are the love languages, and I guess um I don't. I think you kind of touched on this, but. How I I know I explained how the way I love mm-hmm. uh, is different from the way I need to be loved. Do you right. think that yours matched up to? Do you think those two things align? Um, I will say for me, I like to do active services in third place for me mm-hmm. and I do I think I like to do acts of service equally the same as words of affirmation for people okay. like I love to do for people I, I love I love I love to do for people it makes me feel good inside 
my husband will tell me, you don't need to do this, you don't need to do that, you don't need to do this, but I'll still do it and more because I just, I like to make people happy and to a fault sometimes I'm a people pleaser and um, I can see that my oldest daughter is that way and I'm actually trying to teach her from now that she doesn't have to be that Such way. A sweet kid. But She's so sweet. Because I don't want her to get taken advantage of. I and I, I've already seen certain moments where I feel like she's starting to get taken advantage of by her friends or whatever. She's so good. She's so pure of heart. She is. She is. And I feel like that's how I've always been. And it's to the point where, you know, sometimes you and Dave will tell me, like, you know you don't have to do that for that person. It's not. You don't have to do that. But it's not necessarily that I feel like I have to. It's just because I want to. And so um, I definitely feel mm, like... I think I told you, you're not, you don't have to be God. Right. You you did tell me that as recently as what, a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um. So, but yeah, it's I hard though. I just want to make sure this person goes down the right path. Yeah. And the person is a, a grown-ass adult. Yeah, I know. I just, I don't know. I love people and I love doing things for people. So, um, and then I definitely love to tell people, um, you know, how I feel. Thank you. I appreciate you. I love you. You know, like you just watched the kids the other day and I text you and I'm like, you know, oh my gosh. So that's the other thing. I'm a crier. (laughs) And I never was a crier. And then I got old and. Now I cry about everything. Like she just watched I cry it. at least once a week. <laughs> she just watched the kids for me so that me and the hubs could have some quality date time. And, you know, it just was, a, I just appreciated her just, you know, watching the kids. Because I know she's single, ready to mingle. And she could be using that time to be doing her mingling. And so. I just. <laughs> let's, be, let's be all the way out of bed. There was no one I wanted to mingle with that week. But it just, and the kids love it. The kids love her and they want to spend as much time with her as possible. So, you know, I know they came home happy telling me all about their weekend and I was happy that they were well taken care of and that I got the time. So, of course, I'm going to express my appreciation. Um, I was like, oh, come on. (laughs) I'm trying to watch some Sunday afternoon television. Well, the other day, me and the kids... Um, and Dave, we went to the mall, mm-hmm. um, to run an errand, mm-hmm. and then we happy, happened to stumble upon, um, the food court, and we all get what we wanted to eat, and we sit down at the table, I had no, we had no plans of eating out that night, we mm-hmm. had food still at home, and, but we sat down, and you know what, it was the best for some date night with me, Dave, and the kids. And I just sat there and I just looked at all three of them and said, you know, I love you guys, right? But I know with the kids, like I tell the kids I love them almost every day that I pick them up from school and we're driving. As much as I just finished yelling at Mm -hmm. them, I just pause and just say, you know, I I love you girls, right? And they're like, we love you too, mommy. But, you know, it just... They're the only people I want to say I love you. (laughs) Honestly. They're just so cute and cuddly (laughs) and very sweet and sassy. But, but I, yeah, I'm like, so. it's so it's so funny how easy it is, and obviously they're children, so right. 
But it's so funny how easy it rolls off the tongue. Like, yeah. I see them. I tell them I love them. I'm leaving them. I tell them I love them. Yeah. So, you know, I just need to channel that the next time, you know, I'm like, hmm. That's hey, cool. guy. Yeah. I love you. If you feel like it. If I want to. Yeah. <laughs> I would never say it if I didn't want to. <laughs> but I, the funny thing, though, mm-hmm. about that is that I feel like the first, I feel, I'm a very honest person. Mm-hmm. So if I feel something, mm-hmm. chances are you, I will express it to you in, with my words in mm-hmm. some way. Um, but I just think it's interesting that how now I kind of retreat as I'm older. I think as we get older, we get more guarded. Yeah. Um, because I'm remembering the first time I told someone I loved them. Mm-hmm. I had no idea if this person loved me back or not. Mm-hmm. And... On a normal day, I probably wouldn't have, but I felt like I was going out on a limb. Like, I just felt good that day. Right. Like, I just have this thing on my heart, and when I have something on my heart, I just have to get it off my heart. Like, I need to get rid of it. Mm -hmm. And I got rid of it, and it did not go... The way you expected or wanted it to? The way I expected it to go, Mm -hmm. or the way I wanted it to go. Mm -hmm. But I also feel like that was the beginning of me being completely honest. And being well, that's a able thing. to, not necessarily in, in terms of saying I love you, but just... But just period, right? Overall. Me being able to have real conversations with people about what I'm thinking, what I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. Being able to say you hurt me. Right. Which I feel like a lot of people have a hard time doing, and rightfully so, because you don't really want to put yourself out there, but sometimes you have to. Right. So, you know, I'm, I'm good. At least it didn't make me a wounded bird. Right. Because that happens. It does. Because sometimes it takes a while to get over that wound. Um, I was a wounded bird. But I, I, I rose out of that. And you have to. And these things make you, these things make you stronger now. I'm not saying I didn't experience heartache after that. But I'm just saying that I was, you know, it kind of, it kind of opened me up to be honest and, you know, let people know what my expectations were and, and just have candid conversations. Right. Um, and so, you know, I, I believe that at some point in life, Mm -hmm. when I want to say I love you, Mm -hmm. I love you. See, I can't. I love <laughs> never mind it's not time it's not time because I don't feel it you'll so, know when it's time well yeah of course but you know in the interim we're here and you can just go and say one four three <laughs> do you still do that no I don't think so that is kicking it old school that is showing my age for real for that real. is kicking <laughs> it real old school like what First of all, listen. I got a text. It one, takes, four, three. But oh. it takes you the same amount of time to <laughs> say the words. Can we just be clear <laughs> about that? You're not, you're not, that's not an abbreviation when it's the same amount of, like, the same amount of syllables. I remember the first time when a guy told me one, four, three. I'm like, what the hell is that? You know, I Google, I like, no, I didn't Google it because I don't think it was Google at that time or I had to search for it or ask around my friends and stuff. And they're like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I told you he loved you. Oh, girl. 
Whatever. You better learn to say them words. Uh, Hell. Oh Maybe that's God. what I should start doing. <laughs> One, four, three. <laughs> Maybe that's easier than... Look, you got it out. <laughs> yeah, I got it out. Oh I don't my know. Gosh. For me, I just have to mean it. Yeah. In, in whatever I'm saying. It exactly. doesn't have to be I love you. But it, whatever I'm saying, I have to... I have to mean it. So that's why that can't be my top. <laughs> that's why that can't be my top love language because it has to be completely and totally genuine. So it can't really. There are very few people who will get words of affirmation from me. Right. Um, but or who I will request words of affirmation from. Ugh. So. Um, I think that that wraps up the topic for today. Well, that was good. Um, that was a good one. I know. I'm so excited about our first episode, which, can I just tell you guys uh, an honest truth? <laughs> this is technically not our first episode. This is <laughs> technically our second episode. And our first episode, the sound, hopefully it's a lot better now, but you could barely hear Onika. Yeah, sorry. Um, you would hear her in spurts, but you wouldn't be able to hear her. I kind of screwed up the mics. Um, so we're trying a different mic tonight. Um, I think that at some point we'll release it just as a bonus episode because there was some good conversation in there, too. There and was. It was, it, was, it was definitely a lot of fun. Um, so hopefully at some point we can just like throw that in as a bonus and and you guys just turn the volume up really loud yeah. in your ear so you can try to hear me yeah but we definitely wanted to make sure that we we put out better quality so um so this is our first episode redo um whoop, whoop. and i know yay woo. so exciting Holla. videos okay <laughs> <laughs> doing too much so, um, we're just going to move on now to the relationship tip of the week. All right, guys. So, you know, typically the first thing that comes to mind um, as the uh, number one thing that helps a relationship is communication. But I wanted to give uh, something else that I feel like is just as important, and it's all about giving each other space okay so um communication definitely is key um open lines of communication but giving each other space um and whether that means you going out with your friends separately you taking a girls and guys trip separately running errands by yourself it just gives an opportunity to regroup individually and return refreshed and ready for your partner mentally and physically. I can tell you guys quickly that my husband does work nights. He's a nurse, so he is out of the house three nights, sometimes four nights a week um, on very rare occasions, five. Um, but it's at first it was difficult. But I will say, I think it's been the one of the best things for our marriage, for being married for 10 years, and we've been together for 14 years. Um, so it definitely helped me to miss him and vice versa. Um, because even, when, even though I'm home when he comes home in the morning, um, we don't have much time to really sit down and have good conversations. 
because um, he has to go to sleep and get up later to go back to work again. So when he is home for a stretch of three days at least straight, I've missed him. And so it makes me want to talk to him more. Um, you know, jump his bones a little bit, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. Absence makes but, the um, <laughs> but we don't get tired of each other. And I think that it's important. Over the weekend we went out and I was trying to stress to him and his boys, I think it's time for another guy's trip. Because they don't take them often. They don't know how to plan they 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 don't know how None to plan of my it. Business. I'm not um, one of the guys. They don't know how to plan it. Um but um, I think it's important. I go on girls trips. Um, I think it's important for guys to go and be able to go on guys trips. Um, if you love and care about your significant other, um, and trust your significant other, I was about to say, you gotta have um, trust in your relationship. Yeah. And, well, and yeah. I mean, obviously you have to have trust in the relationship, but it's just good. Like you, you go away, you get missed. You come back and you're like, okay, mm -hmm. I'm back. I'm recharged. Um, so just keep that in mind. You don't need to be glued to each other 24-7, um, 365 days a year. Like, it's just, that's impossible. Oh, God, I would suffocate. It's too much. It's too much. So I would literally die. When my husband is on take vacation, he usually takes vacation for about two weeks straight, and it drives me crazy after day four. <laughs> or five um i'm like don't you need to go do some overtime or something <laughs> like it because I, I i do i like my space and i think he even likes his space too so um it helps it definitely helps um to keep things going to keep them things new to keep things refreshed recharged and um yeah so that's my tip for the week or you could just become a partner yeah you, have you heard of that no. Okay, so a partner. I read this. <laughs> I read this in a magazine. So like, I don't know, maybe I should look more like that. But mm -hmm. a partner is are basically people who are in relationships but don't live together. Oh people, yes. Excuse me. People who are in marriages but don't live together. Right. I yes, I've heard of that. Yeah. So strange because how are you raising children? But you live. Okay. Obviously, people raise children apart because not. Not, not every, every, couple not every mom and dad, dad are, together. are together. Right. I get that. But these are people who are choosing, they're, they're ha supposedly happily married and they're choosing to live in different different spaces because they feel like that somehow strengthens their relationship. But then doesn't it get weird when you have to like practically split custody between the kids? I personally think that's a little off. Um, but to each his own. And you marry um, me and not live with me. Yeah. I, then to me, then at that point, what's the point in us getting married? Like that we could continue on the way we were continue. We were, um, before we got married. Um, that part is fine for me, but in terms of actually we're married, no, we're going to be living in the same space. I just have a different level of, of, of needing space that I just oh, don't yeah. know if I'm comfortable with. Yeah. That's a, yeah, that's. I couldn't do that. And then the one story, the the they they had been doing it for like I don't know, I want to say like twenty years. Oh. And they had children. They had I think two or three children. And mm -hmm. basically, what they would do is the dad would go over to the mom. So the kids 
primarily lived with the mom. Mm-hmm. And the dad would go over there after work and have dinner with them and tuck them in. And then he would leave. Oh. And go home. Oh. I just thought it was really strange. And, I mean, I, you know, whatever works for you. Whatever works um, for you is fine, but geez Louise, that's a little, um. I could do that. Why be married? Yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird dynamic for me. Cause, for the business cause I, aspect of it? I guess so. I guess the merging of the assets and you wanted to have children together too. So I feel like children sometimes make people want that legally binding contract anyway just because it safeguards everybody. But I can understand I if you were married. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I, I married I, I without children. I feel like no, you don't have kids. I don't even know. It's just weird. If you I can do understand have if kids. you were married and you were living together and you did have kids and then you guys had an issue and then you decided, you know what. We're not calling it a separation because we're still going to communicate like husband and wife. But I don't think I can live with you, actually physically live with you. So you buy the house next door. Yeah, no. It's, and these people were not living close to each other. He was living in like downtown and she was living So in they're suburbs. having two separate lives. That's how I felt. Because that's how, that's, yeah, that's pretty like, much do it. You... And then. But you know, they did that on, um. Married to Medicine, Dr. Simone. They did. They did. They were living in different houses. But they were separated. They were separate. Sort of. But they weren't separated at first. Right. At first it was just, but that's how, I, I do believe that once you Once you start up, splitting up your time like that to yeah. that, where, where you're lay, laying your head at night, I think you're entering um, murky, 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 murky waters there. Yeah. I always laugh at that commercial. I think it's a State Farm commercial. Maybe mm-hmm. it's Geico, but uh, when the <laughs> when the woman she shed, the she shed. Oh my gosh! They finally got to my she shed. <laughs> I just think it's so funny because I thought, and she's calling the insurance company talking about, can we rebuild my, my she shed, shed please? <laughs> and he was like, of course we can rebuild the she shed. And she was like, I'm about to get a she shear she shed. <laughs> I just think it's hilarious. It is. I'm like. That's really all I need. I just need like exactly. a space for myself, and I'm, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure men feel the same way. Or that's who, why men have met man caves or now. Whoever and, you're with, you know, whether it's, right, it's you know, just doesn't have to just be a man and a woman. But right. I'm sure people feel that way, where they're like, you know, I just need like a little space where I can go. I love my apartment because I can be in one room and like, you know. Another person can be in another room. That's and true. I always said I wanted a hallway, and I finally got one. But anyway, mm-hmm. so that's gonna wrap things up. We're kind of a little over time, but um, this was a great first episode. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much. Um, please come back next week. Yes, um, yes. And we are. You can email us and give us feedback. Um. Um, at Ms. M.S. and Mrs. Podcast, M-S-A-N-D, M-R-S, P-O-D-C-A-S-T, at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, also, feel free to leave us comments on our SoundCloud 
Um, and yeah, so we'll definitely be back. We're going to be on the social meds soon. Um, but until then, feel free to email us and give us feedback. Let us know what you think. What you'd like to hear us talk about. Um, yeah, if there's if anything you, have any that you guys want to talk about, if you have questions or something you want us to address or something you think that we didn't address in this conversation right. and or um whatever you know or just to tell us hey you guys are doing a good job please let us know words of affirmation um, we <laughs> love words of affirmation over here um so yeah definitely and we will see you next week bye thank you for listening